Good morning, beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer, personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm gonna teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this. Auto-suggestion is the power to speak into existence, to convince yourself that you can have everything you want. It is a psychological technique. It is a strategy related to the placebo effect, um, actually developed by an apothecary at the beginning of the 20th century. It is a form of self-induced suggestion in which individuals guide their own thoughts, feelings, or behaviors. The technique is often used in self-hypnosis. One of the things that inspired me um, to cover this topic is I am watching Arnold's biography on Netflix right now. Um, say what you will about him. You know, everyone's got an opinion, but the one thing that remains constant among both every single interviewer documentary I've read and watched of him, but also everything people have said about him is that he always knew what he wanted. He knew from like the time he was eight that he did not belong in Graz, Austria. He knew that he was going to get out one day. He knew that he was meant for more. Uh, he would have photos of bodybuilders on his uh, his bedside, like up against the wall. He always knew that he was going to be in movies. And then he pictured himself in politics. Visualization was his path to greatness. And he is one of many people who have manifested this for themselves. So I thought it was just so relevant um, that if, you know, an immigrant who came from nothing in Austria can go on to do again, like the Mr. Olympia and the movies and the politics and literally everything, what's to stop any of us from doing anything that we want? Fantastic quote. No one may achieve success without first knowing precisely what he or she or they want. Okay, it all starts with a burning desire. Again, it is one of the reasons I ask every single one of you what your goals are when you start the program, but also what your intentions are when you start your week. We cannot just go blindly into our our week because that'll go blindly into our life, our right? Like weeks turn into months, months turns into years, years turns into decades, and that's just our life. We need to know what we want out of our life. So you have to, it has to be, again, a burning desire, something you actually want and want badly, okay? Uh, again, sometimes we think we want a relationship, right? But it might not be the relationship that people actually desire. It might be a feeling of significance, a feeling of contribution, right? What are humans if we can't contribute to society? We have no purpose. So. Again, think about what it is you actually want. Um, some people think they want money and they may, totally fair. It does a lot of stuff, but what can money do? It can pay for your child's education. It can pay for your health care, which is increasingly important as we age, right? It can pay for a building in a hospital in which you help millions of people and leave a legacy, right? What is your burning desire. And of course, it doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be a relationship. It could be health. It could be a job that is fulfilling. It could be a statue in your name. 
The goal is we want you to, co- I want you to come up with something that you can see, okay? And concentrate upon that burning desire until it becomes a burning obsession, until it becomes something you don't go one day without thinking about. How do we do this? How do we do the principle of auto-suggestion? You may have heard this before. You may not have. Your brain cannot differentiate between real life and imagination. Now, obviously, a lot of us have experienced that, especially when it comes to anxiety, right? We have anxiety about something that hasn't occurred yet, but our brain and our heart and our body and our soul treat it as though it's happening. It's why we get anxiety attacks because our brain literally thinks we're being threatened, even though we did that to ourselves. Okay. It has been proven that our brain has no idea whether something is happening in real life or in our minds only. Therefore, the more we think about something we want, as opposed to using it for anxiety purposes, the more our brains can make it happen for us, right? Think about how unreliable and flaky eyewitness testimony is, right? We use it in the judicial system, but it is so untrustworthy. How many times have you told a story and someone said that's absolutely not how it happened, right? Again, because our brains have told ourselves a story enough times that we've replayed the situation out in our mind in a way that it didn't actually happen. So if we can do that for not so good, we can start doing it for good. If you're going to go to a job interview, if you're going to go on a first date, if you're going to go to the gym, you can play out that scenario, whatever the best case is in your head, and then it'll just happen for you. You can make it and convince your mind and your body that the best case scenario occurred. So step number one, create a written statement of definite purpose and written goals that are very specific Okay, this should sound familiar to every one of you that are phrased in the positive, right? I always ask you guys, write your goals in the affirmative. Instead of saying, don't focus on work stress, right? What can we say? Focus on things I like. Focus on things I'm looking forward to and measurable, okay? Uh, Then read them aloud. There is something about using your own voice And hearing your own voice, that's hypnotic in and of itself. Your brain responds to the sound of your own voice. Through repetition, you will have your goal or your affirmation memorized, and you will not need that piece of paper. You'll get to the point where you can close your eyes, read your goals aloud, and visualize them. If I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Your brain doesn't think in terms of words. It sees pictures. So the written statement is for you. And then it is for your brain to repeat and repeat and repeat until it becomes second nature, right? Uh, Similar to like the Shakespeare monologue we all had to memorize at some point in our high school careers, right? But then your brain can start picturing that, you know, statement of definite purpose in its mind's eye, okay? So you want to be able to visualize your goal after you've read it a million times without actually seeing the words. Step two. When you read your purposes and goals, and when you're imagining those things, I don't know why I wrote them things, get emotional about it. Emotion is integral. This is why I see a lot of people write affirmations, but they fail, 
right? They don't fail me. That's not what I'm saying. They fail themselves. People speak their affirmations. They do it because I ask you to do it, but they're not engaging themselves in it. You have to get emotionally behind it. Every day when I wake up and I look out my bedroom window and I say, today is going to be fucking amazing. You better believe I believe that. I don't just say it to say it. I say it because I have anchored myself in the emotion that today will be fucking amazing. So how do you do it? You use body language, okay? You're not slumped over in a chair reading your goals. You're not hovering over your computer, right? Dejected because it's another day in front of your computer, right? Get up, stand up, right? Think of like the Grey's Anatomy, the power pose, Wonder Woman pose, okay? Pace, strut, do whatever it is you need to do, right? Typically before I have a call with someone who's expressed interest in the training program, I pace because to me, that's my power pose. It gets my blood flowing. I feel more active. I feel more energized. I've tied emotion. I said, I'm going to convince this person if they're not already convinced that this is going to be the best decision they've ever made for themselves, right? I am genuinely excited about the services I offer and the way I get myself hyped and create a state physiologically is by pacing. Also, sometimes I cannot contain my own excitement in a chair, so I have to get up. I want that for you guys. So we're creating emotion behind the thing that we're picturing or seeing in our mind. Number three, be very visual and sensory in your experience. If you're imagining your goals as if they are already true, you engage all of your senses along with your imagination. So this means seeing your ideal partner, right? This means seeing the exact amount of money that's in your bank account. This means seeing yourself working the job of your dreams, right? You have to envision yourself performing the services to the world in exchange for you receiving this money. You have to picture yourself as the perfect partner in order to attract the same thing, right? Start to hear the compliments that your friends are giving you because you've lost weight. What kind of recognition, adulation would you like to receive as a result of your athletic prowess, right? Imagine a new corner office with a window view, smell the leather on the chairs, the wood on the desk. It is important to engage all of your senses because your subconscious mind loves that. Again, it speaks to more neural anchoring. Um, Pictures, right? We've got vision, we've got smell, we've got uh, what you're hearing, what you're feeling, so many different senses. And the more you can get, the better, all right? The more you can get, the more active your imagination will be in the best way possible. And then, of course, keep on repeating it. Keep going back to the same exact definite goal over and over. All right, over time, you'll get to a point where you become so engaged and obsessed with the idea you know that it's going to come true. You just know it. You are unwavering in your belief, in your faith that it's going to happen for yourself, that it's just a matter of a time lag until it does. It's literally already happened to your mind, in your mind. You just have to wait for the universe to catch up. But again, you know that it will, right? Because 
going to happen is that your subconscious mind, we've talked about this before, your reticular activating system, the red car, you buy one, everyone in the world seems to have a red car, you see them everywhere. You picture your partner, you picture your job, picture whatever it is you want, time freedom, money freedom, vacation freedom, everything will start to come to you. Because You've manifested it. You've told the universe that you want it. It's going to bring the people, places, things into your life that are going to help you get there, okay? And that's when it seems like the universe metaphysically opens up for you. It delivers the right people into your life, the right circumstances. You connect with necessary opportunities and resources to help you achieve your purpose. Here's the best part. The more successful you are at using this technique, the more successful you'll become, right? It almost seems the same way, again, we've spoken about it before, but it bears repeating, the same way I dislike immensely when I hear the phrase bad things come in threes, we can use it the opposite way. The reason I hate bad things come in threes is because they don't. They don't. You did that, not you guys. Like, people do that. One thing happens, okay, that... Either you you manifested because you said something like, don't stress at work uh, or whatever. God forbid you lose something, someone in your life. Okay, then your mind starts to go downhill, right? It rolls downhill. It's just easier to pick up momentum that way. So the second thing happens, whatever that is, that one you probably had something to do with. And then by the time you get to the second thing, we all know the phrase, when it rains, it pours, bad things come in threes, misery loves company. It was only a matter of time. Again, we did that. Okay. But what if we manifest the good thing and you realize that you did it and you don't blame it on luck or you don't blame it on serendipity or you don't blame it on, um, whatever. I don't believe in luck. Right. Um, If you can do that first thing really well for yourself, if you can manifest that first thing, you can manifest that second thing. And the same way, right, uh, a rock picks up um, steam rolling downhill. You can do the same thing, but in a positive way. One good thing happens. Another good thing happens. All of these amazing people are coming into your ecosystem. You get the job, which means you get the money. You get the money, have more confidence. You get the girl, the guy, whatever it is, right? Again, I keep using these like capitalistic examples, but it's just money is the lowest hanging fruit, okay? So if ever there was an opposite idiom to when it rains, it pours, you can can do that one. Also, think of it in terms of like your own training, right? Just like any muscle in the body, the more you use it, the stronger it'll become. In a similar vein, right? The more amazing you become, the more confident you become in your your mind powers, right? And manifesting the positive, you will become so efficient. The same workout that once took you 75 minutes when you started, but is now taking you 45, your mind can do that with all of the awesome stuff, okay? You can start removing excess crap excess corrosion in your brain, excess negative thinking, excess negative people, you can remove them faster and only keep the good. You will get out of your way faster. So how do we do it? When do we do it? Practical examples, okay? I love 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes, first thing in the morning. 
This can look like a guided meditation. Again, you're not focusing on anything else, right? You can turn it on your phone, but then your phone goes face down and you're picturing whatever it is they're talking about. You have written your definite statement of purpose. You read it aloud a million times. You're now memorizing it and picturing it. First thing in the morning, this what this does is set you up to be bulletproof, right? We talk about morning routines a lot. If you have a solid morning routine, nothing can penetrate that force field. You set yourself up perfectly to have a great day. And then I like 10 minutes in the evening before bed. Why? Because often the last thing we think about before bed is what we end up dreaming about. And that might have an effect on whether we wake up on the right or the wrong side of the bed. So The last thing we think about before we go to bed is all of the positive things we have coming to us, all of the great things we have going for us, right? Your subconscious mind tends to mull over whatever happens to be in your head as you fall asleep. So why not make that your imagination? Why not make that the best fairy tale ever? 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes before bed, bulletproof day, bulletproof sleep. And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.